0: Welcome to the Flexitarian Feast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eliz. And we are two home cooks trying to eat more plants. Thank you for joining us. Today we are talking about spring vegetables. And it's a very special episode because it's the last one of season one. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's gone so fast. This is our 12th episode. So thank you so much to all of our listeners. We just love you so much. It's really
1: fun. And thank you so much. Um, as to the episode, spring vegetables, I'm really glad that spring is here because it means summer is coming soon. (laughs) I am so ready for some warmer weather. Yeah. And just lots of good vegetables are starting to show up and that's really... The best. It is the best. It makes grocery shopping more fun. Way more fun. <laughs> so let's see. What are some vegetables we can talk about? What about um, peas and sugar snap peas? Delicious. Yeah. I really like sugar snap peas with hummus because I just – I love their crunchy crunchiness. <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> to describe it. They're just like fresh, crunchy. They have a specific – taste and I just love them. And they feel like they go really great with the earthiness of hummus. Uh, I also like to just slice them up really thin and put them in a salad. I just, I really just love how they stay so crunchy.
0: They're so sweet too. I <laughs> yes. love them so much. My kids love sugar snap peas, and they're actually really easy to grow, um, oh. especially here in the Northwest. So we always know. have them in the garden and, and they just, the kids just go out and eat peas from the garden, which That's is really cute. fun. Um, last year, I think for Easter... Or maybe I made it a couple of times. I made this sugar snap pea salad with radishes, mint, and ricotta salada, which Ooh. is kind of a hard salty cheese. Yeah. Um, it was so delicious. It had a balsamic vinaigrette, I think. Uh-huh. Um, anyways, we'll link the, re- epi- or the recipe in the show notes. It's a New York Times recipe, but I will definitely make it again this year once there, things are in season. Yeah. Maybe I'll try that too. That sounds good. It's super good. Peas are one of the things that both of my kids love, and we always have bags of frozen peas. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I can find fresh peas, I do like to get them. um There's a sweet pea oven risotto in Ooh. the cookbook feeding a family uh-huh. um which I really like, and it's almost totally hands off put nice. th- you just put it in the Dutch oven um and you just the risotto just cooks it's in like magic,
1: oven. yeah, like doing it in the instant pot. <laughs>
0: Only takes longer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you probably could convert this recipe sure to could. be <laughs> <laughs> Um The risotto, though, is topped with um, sautéed pea shoots, oh, which I think you would have to find those probably at the farmers market or something. But. I wonder if
1: you could use just like microgreens instead oh definitely and like not saute them or or just saute like
0: microgreens are so good that's something that's we can find more in the spring too
1: they've been i've been seeing so many different varieties of them in
0: the stores like over the last couple months easy to grow too if you have a little seed tray you can just grow your own else i really love
1: this isn't really part of this section i guess but i love sprouts oh
0: i love like bean sprouts they're so good so good seems similar to me Everything in the reason. spring just feels like <laughs> fresh and crunchy. Yeah. After like really bright, a long couple months where everything is just like root vegetables and, and squashy and yeah, it's nice to have some like brighter flavors. Definitely.
1: Like radishes. Radishes. So I'm not the biggest fan of radishes. I, I like them. I really like them when they're sliced super thin in a salad or like on top of pozole.
0: Um, oh yeah. You have to have radishes with yeah, pozole. But
1: I don't, I really don't buy them often at all. Like, I don't know. I just never think of it. I feel like I never want the whole
0: bunch. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It, we have a hard time getting through the whole bunch of radishes. Have too. you ever roasted them? I heard that they turn really sweet. Um, I like radishes. I like them with, if you use butter put them in like butter and sea salt as a snack. Uh-huh. That's really good. Um, or slice thinly, like you said, mm-hmm. for garnishes. But I also really like daikon radish. Oh, yeah. Um, and a couple weeks ago, I made a slaw that was daikon and carrot shredded um, with rice wine vinegar and a little bit of sugar. So it was kind of pickled. Yeah, it meat. was a Japanese style salad called namasu. Uh-huh.
1: Um,
0: I would definitely make this again. It was really good. It sounds
1: really similar to Tsunamono, which is the cucumber salad. It's yeah. like the same dress, it similar, like a similar, yeah, dressing. totally
0: similar taste. This recipe also um, says if you fight, can find yuzu, you can put that on top. Oh, there's actually a yuzu hot sauce at Trader Joe's. Oh, that I wonder yeah. if that would be good to add in too. But they have
1: yuzu at the co-op, by the way. Oh, nice.
0: Yeah. So, like, another um, reason to go to the co-op. Yeah, I bought some one time for my
1: kombucha, so I know they have it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, radishes are also really great to grow in a garden because they grow super fast. Oh, that's nice. Um, and so it's really fun to grow it with the kids. But kids, my kids, they're a little. T- Radishes can be a little too spicy for my Mm -hmm. kids, so they don't love them.
1: I do like the spice of them. I don't know why I don't – I should use them more. i kind of like carrots. I'm kind of like a – not that into most root vegetables, it seems yeah. like. I love potatoes, but other than that, I'm not too. Well, maybe in the spring
0: you'll get into radishes.
1: Yeah, maybe I will. There's so many pretty varieties, too. They're like, beautiful. Yeah. And
0: they're so pretty on, like, a crudité plate. Yes. In Dishing Up the Dirt by Andrea Bemis, which is a great seasonal cookbook, um, she has a few different spring vegetable platters with dips that have a various, lots of radishes on them. And okay. other spring vegetables, too. One of them has, like, a, it's a garlic scape herb butter. mm Um, and then call, oh, there's a cauliflower tahini dip that looks really good. That sounds great. So it's just nice to see lots of color after the winter. Yeah.
1: And a lot of the spring vegetables, especially radishes, they're so bright and vibrant. And so, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see what else onion family. There's green garlic. I've never really used it. I don't know what else there's some.
0: Yeah. I love green garlic. So green garlic is just young garlic. Um, it has tall green leaves And it's harvested before the bulbs form. So we have garlic growing in our garden right now that we planted last fall. You can just plant the cloves in the ground and then bulbs will grow. That's awesome. So um, in the spring, if we take off just the green stalks and we won't have the bulbs grow, but the garlic, it tastes like garlic, the green garlic. And it's it's a little bit milder. So it's really fun to use in like a pesto or a dip or something like that. Um, garlic scapes come a little bit later in the season and that's when you take, there's like a flower that pops out of the plant oh. and, um, you take it off and then that helps the bulb to get fat. And so uh, you can buy garlic scapes at the farmer's market or, you know, at Whole Foods or the I've co-op probably. I've never seen those. Those but... are also garlic flavored, but they're green and you like chop them up really tiny. You can, you, I see them pickled a lot at oh, restaurants. Interesting. Huh. So anyways, those are really fun ways to do garlic. Especially because I don't love super spicy garlic. And so that's a good way to have it yeah, a little bit a little milder. milder. That
1: makes sense. Especially sometimes if you're, or it would probably be good in like a salad dressing too. Exactly. Because sometimes the garlic flavor can
0: be too intense.
1: Totally. Um, does fennel fit into this category with garlic? Um, I don't
0: think so? Is it an alley? I don't think so. It's I don't think it is, but I do think it is a spring vegetable. I um, do too. Do you, what do you do with fennel?
1: I love fennel so much. So I really just like to slice it super, super thin on my mandolin. I have, I don't know, it has like these markings of the different thicknesses and I just do the thinnest one. Um, I put on salads. I like to put on top of a pizza. It's really good with oh, arugula. Yum. I also like to just dice it up and saute it with an onion and garlic when I make soup.
0: Yeah, adds like a nice, too.
1: like anise, you know, licorice flavor. I mean, yeah. some people don't really like that flavor, so I, I get that, but I love it. I like it raw, too. Yeah, me too. It's so good. I That's what I mean, that like, for the salad, just yeah, shaving it's it. Really it's really good. It's so good. Um, How as- about asparagus? Asparagus? I love asparagus. I used to not like asparagus at all, Um But now it's kind of one of my favorites and I look for – I get so excited when spring's here and I know there's going to be good asparagus in the store because it's just – it's like a special treat, I feel like, because it's such a short season.
0: Asparagus is one of the only foods I buy – I only buy it when it's in season. Yeah, because it's too
1: expensive otherwise. And it's not good the rest of the year. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's a really, really excellent raw asparagus salad from Six Seasons Cookbook by Joshua McFadden. I made it a few times. Like, I made it once and then I was obsessed with it and I made it a whole bunch more, like right away because asparagus was so good at that time last year. Yum. So, you just slice the asparagus super sharply on the diagonal, really thin. And then you toss it with olive oil and lemon juice. And then you toast some breadcrumbs and walnuts. And then I think there's parmesan cheese in there. So, you just toss it all together. It's like super. Super delicious. It's so crunchy, and then it has this, like, punch from the lemon. Mm, that and, sounds so good. Um The breadcrumbs make it, like, kind of, you know, a different kind of crunch. Uh, it's a really, really good, good salad. Or, like, it's kind of impressive, too. Like, I served it to people, and it was like, ooh, what's this? Like it's, Oh, yeah. And it held up, too. Like, we didn't eat all of it, oh, and I nice. eat, the, eat it the next day, and it's still good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that is really, really good. Oh, it has mint, too, I think. Ooh. Um, so, yeah. I also like to put asparagus into pasta dishes because – when it's really good you barely even have to cook it especially like those yeah. little um skinny when they're really ones, really skinny just like throw them in at the end and they you know they cook just enough that they still keep their bite um my favorite way to roast them is just with lemon pepper which is um a friend of mine made asparagus for me that way when i thought i didn't like asparagus and it turned me into an asparagus
0: lover so yeah, i love roasting to it me. too that's how i usually prepare it too yeah
1: Especially the big fat
0: ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. I want to try that raw salad. Um, there's another raw asparagus salad that I made last year um, in the Now and Again cookbook by Julia Tertian that is similar. It's thinly sliced asparagus, lemon juice, olive oil, a little honey, and then like a ton of Marcona almonds. Oh, which are the Which best. is like the best. Yeah. Yeah. I like asparagus a lot. Yeah. It's really good.
1: And then, of course, we have greens. Love greens. Me too. Um, let's see. Arugula is really in season. For spring. Yeah, that's probably my favorite salad green. Me too. It's so – I love that how it's peppery, but it's not bitter. It's like – And it goes so well with
0: citrus. Yes, and fennel. And nuts and fennel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I also really love chard. Um, there's a salad from Alexander Cook's blog that I made. It's sort of like – it's kind of like a method that you would use for a kale salad, but it's with chard. And I was like, why, why would I ever make a kale salad again after I made this salad? Because Ooh, it's just – it's not as tough as kale chard. It's like a little softer, but it's still pretty hearty.
0: Yeah, it's so pretty too. It's
1: so pretty. All the different varieties, especially the yeah. rainbow ones, like the best. One time I made a soup with rainbow chard and it turned the whole soup pink. So that was kind of a fun oh, surprise.
0: that's so fun. <laughs> um, we are going to link all the recipes and cookbooks we're yes. talking about in this episode in the show notes. So make sure you check that out at theflexitarianfeast.com Definitely. too. Definitely. Um, I like to use greens in quiche and frittatas. Yeah. Um, And I also feel like green goddess salad dressing is a very spring thing. Definitely. Which there's a million ways to make this. You can just Google it and go with whatever works Mm -hmm. for you. But I think there's usually tarragon and parsley and sometimes spinach or watercress and then mayonnaise or yogurt and then, you know, vinegar, garlic, Mm -hmm. olive oil. But it can be like a dip or a dressing. And that's a really, you know – yeah. It's very bright green, which is looks really pretty on a plate. I, mean, I think it usually has anchovies too, but I just learned that you can swap capers for anchovies if oh, you want yeah. a vegetarian that's version. That's a really good veggie swap. Um, so that's a good swap. Uh, I love green goddess dressing so
1: much. And I, I made it one time and it wasn't right. I think that tarragon is the You key. have to have the
0: tarragon. And I think
1: I didn't have enough of it or something. I got to try it again because I'm obsessed with, tar- with, with green goddess. I should goddess. grow some
0: tarragon. I don't have any in my it's garden. It's so but.
1: good. I love it so much. Well, actually, when we were in Palm Springs one time, we we got a salad that was like a crab salad. Yeah. yum. Well, it was just like a regular, it was like a green salad with crab, but it was with green goddess dressing and it yeah. all went together so good. And I like dream about that salad. It was <laughs>
0: You should get it when you go to Palm Springs. I know I should. Um, I also really like baby bok choy, which is something that is a spring vegetable too, um, but you can find it year round. But I just cut it up and saute it with soy sauce and sesame oil mm-hmm. and then I use it. As an ingredient on a rice bowl or something yeah, like that. I
1: love baby bok choy too. It's really good to throw into like a rameny type oh, yeah. soup. Um I like to sa- saute it too, like in a stir fry. And I just like how it stays crispy, but the leaves like get a little wilty. It's sort of like spinach and celery combined. Yeah, totally. I don't know. I I really like that
0: stuff. It's just so much easier when the seasons change to get re inspired. Yes, it's like with so my many, meal plan. You're like, oh, I
1: have I forgot about this vegetable or. Oh, I have this recipe. I love it. I just I have feel like milk. I'm
0: in such a rut right now cooking because I'm just kind of tired of having like roasted sweet potatoes and you know, Me too. cabbage, or Cat whatever squash. I'm so squash. tired. Of squash. I'm really tired of squash. I mean, I love squash, but I mean, I mean, only next, so much. Squash next October, eat. I will be like, I can't wait to eat squash <laughs> all winter. Totally. But then next, you know, February or March, I'll be tired of it again. Yeah, <laughs> it's so true. Are there
1: any other spring vegetables
0: or? I don't think so. I think that just when it's when you are getting produce that's in season, you don't really have to do much to it, True. which is really a nice way to cook because yeah. you can just, you know, saute it or you can just eat it raw with like a little vinaigrette or something. Mm-hmm. So I think in the spring, in the summer, we're kind of moving into a season of time, like – in the produce seasons where you just really, it's good to know like about different sauces you might like or different vinaigrettes or yeah. salad dressings or dips or things like that, because you can make a very easy dinner out of just a bunch of vegetables you found at the store or the farmer's market. Yeah. Just put together a dip or make some hummus or other bean dip or whatever. whatever. And then that's like a super easy dinner. Yeah. Or even like you can make that for your lunches ahead for the week. Yeah. Good, good point. I'm really excited. Me too. <laughs> and it's been a fun season.
1: Yeah, this, this season has been fun. I can't believe it's the end of the season. I know. It's, it's really gone fast. It has gone really fast.
0: It's been super fun. Super fun. Can't super wait for fun. the next season. Can't wait for season two. <laughs> All right, now it's time for our recent feast segment where we each talk about a delicious meal we have made recently. Michelle, what do you have for us? I made a
1: kind of fancier than normal breakfast for us over the weekend a couple weeks ago. Um, I had picked up some smoked salmon, and normally I guess we normally talk about vegetarian dishes in this section, but I just wanted to talk about this because it was good and different from what I normally make. So I had some smoked salmon, and I was first I was thinking that I'd do a Benedict, but then I've never made hollandaise sauce before, and I got scared and tucked myself out of it.
0: You can definitely make hollandaise <laughs> I sauce. know I
1: can, but I was trying to, I think we had other plans in the day and I didn't want to like screw it up because then I wouldn't have a backup and yeah, I don't know. I just wanted fair. to like
0: think of something easier. I just believe that you can do it. I know. I've I believe been, in you. It's one
1: of those things I've been meaning to try for a long time, so I'll, I'll do it soon. Um, but then I came across this kind of similar but easier sounding option from the blog BevCooks.com. Do you know that blog?
0: I know. I've. Follow her on Instagram, but I never have made anything from her Yeah, so I I don't know if I've
1: made much from her, but I I like her blog. So this recipe was seared polenta with sautéed kale, smoked salmon, and eggs. And I used chard instead of kale because that's what I had, and I did fried eggs instead of hers were um, hard-boiled. But basically for the seared polenta, you can just slice off chunks of that, that tube polenta, like slice coins of it and fry them but i had made polenta earlier like the day before and so i just used a biscuit cutter to like cut rounds of them and fried them and then i just sauteed up the greens with like a little bit of garlic and then um put those on the plate and then put the smoked salmon on top and fried an egg it sounds delicious and it was really really oh and i put everything bagel seasoning on everything oh yeah perfect and then sliced really thinly sliced red onions really oh my gosh that sounds amazing like red sliced raw red onions and and smoked salmon i realized is another it's magic. Like magic it's another yeah. magic combo so it was a really special breakfast i felt like because it's just so different from what i normally make because i make a lot of scrambles or like breakfast tacos omelets not smoked omelets smoked salmon is such a treat smoked salmon it felt like such a treat so yeah um
0: that's my recent feast what have you made lately it's so funny you picked something that wasn't vegetarian because i also <laughs> picked something that wasn't vegetarian <laughs> i guess we're really getting bored with our uh, options i know <laughs> kind of ready for something something new. But I made some really amazing chicken thighs. Um, It's called the Vietnamese lemongrass chicken, and it's from Nom Nom Paleo. Um, I've never cooked with fresh lemongrass before. Neither have I. Um, But it was really easy to use. There's a marinade with chopped shallots, chopped lemongrass, garlic fish sauce, lime zest, salt, honey, and powdered ginger, which- Uh That's key because there's something in fresh ginger that will break down the enzymes in the chicken. So you don't want to marinate chicken in fresh ginger, Interesting, I didn't know that. So I didn't I do. know that
1: either. Yeah. It'll make,
0: it can make the chicken kind of mushy. Huh. And then you just basically, you know, marinate the chicken thighs and then roast them on high heat. So they gets really like crispy and good. Yummy. What it is, was so good. Everybody liked it. what did you have with it? Um, I served it with that daikon and carrot oh, slaw right. that I talked about that earlier. That sounds like a good combo. And I think rice. I think I had that brown rice with really it. That sounds really yummy. Yeah, it was really good. I would actually, um, next time I go to H Mart, I would look, which is our you know Asian grocery store, I would look for frozen lemon, like minced lemongrass because yeah. I think they have I have that. seen
1: that in some stores. Like, you know, they have the squeeze tubes of ginger mm-hmm. or garlic. I think I've seen lemongrass of that in some some store at some point, but I've never bought it. But I've never bought the stocks because I, I've watched videos on how to do it and everything. I've just never done it because yeah, it seems Yeah, It was intimidating. kind of a hassle.
0: I mean, she said if you, in the recipe, if you wanted to double the marinade, you could do it in the blender, which I might try that next oh, time. A good and idea. I might actually just make double the chicken thighs, like double the entire uh, recipe. You because you can put the them marinade in, the freezer.
1: in the freezer. Yeah. I don't know if you can put them in the. I mean, why not? why not? I guess you could. I mean, I don't see why that would hurt it. And
0: then you would just thaw it out and it would be marinating. It'd be worth a try. <laughs> I think but I do buy I buy the the minced garlic and minced ginger that comes in frozen like a little cubes. Yeah. And I, I feel like it may be lemongrass too. So I mean right. if if I had that in my freezer, this would be such an easy thing to pull Definitely. out at any time. And I feel like you could also use this marinade with tofu.
1: Yeah. I think there's also a way you can sort of mimic the flavor of lemongrass by using uh, lime zest and something else. Like I've yeah. looked it up before for substitutes. Yeah. I can't remember what the combo it is. is it was
0: very delicious. Yeah. And I
1: feel like you could probably use that marinade for tofu or tempeh too. Oh, yeah. And it would be really good. Like I've replaced really thigh, chicken thighs with tempeh before and it turned out pretty well. But with a, a, more of a marinade thing, I think it would be even more successful Yeah, and you
0: could even grill it. I mean these Ooh, chicken thighs yeah. could have been grilled instead of roasted on high they heat. I probably would grill delicious. it because it was kind of a mess. But anyways, I love the flavor of lemongrass, so that sounds really too. good. I do, too. I was so happy to try it. It was yeah. so fun because we went to H-Mart, and it was like, what cool like things should we get? And then it was really inspiring.
1: Yeah, they have so many random things there. When we went, I got uh, these gigantic oyster mushrooms. Yeah, they and had great mushrooms And I shredded there. them up and made, like, a mimicked pulled pork with them. Yes. And we it, should
0: have talked about H-Mart in the grocery we store We really episode. should have because
1: I just went to it for the first time, like, recently. Yeah, me too. And I want to go back and, like I, like I do at Trader Joe's, like, scour their frozen section because I bought so much fresh stuff and then... I was like, okay, this is enough for one grocery trip. I got to come back for the frozen mile.
0: (laughs) I know. And I didn't get to try. They have a little um, cafe in there too.
1: Oh, yeah. We didn't try that either. So I wanted to try that next time. But yeah, the the oyster mushroom shredded pork thing. It was from this. It was a video. There's this YouTube channel that we follow, this guy called Sauce Stash. And his whole thing is just like remaking all kinds of things vegan. And he did this mushroom technique to turn it into pork and so I was like I gotta make that that looks good and we had it on top of ramen it's not the most cost effective thing like I wouldn't do it for a group but um, for the two of us it was awesome and really delicious so yeah and I never really see those giant oyster mushrooms in any store I mean I think I've seen them at New Seasons before but I don't go there super often because it's like kind of out of the way for me
0: yeah if you're in Portland you should definitely check out H Mart yeah it's really neat it's really great
1: I just love vegetables
0: (laughs) that's the thesis of our show i'm so
1: glad that more vegetables are like coming back in season because i've missed me them.
0: too yeah
1: so i guess that's all we have to talk about today for this spring vegetable episode thank you for joining us at the flexitarian feast make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening this is the last episode of the season so we will be back with a new episode on may
0: 6th You can find us online at theflexitarianfeast.com or on Instagram at theflexitarianfeast. And we will keep posting, even though we're taking a little break. So make sure you follow us on Instagram. A huge thank you to our producer, Tiki Sound. I'm Eliz And I'm Michelle. And we'll see you next time. Until then, eat lots of plants.